Levels, levels. Levels, levels. Okay, let's light this candle. Where were we? Okay, are you ready for another episode of Talking to Todd After Dark? Uh, what do you mean? I just, uh, I just finished dinner. Time zones are so difficult. <laughs> you think that now? Wait, wait till you hear about my plans for April. Oh, no. <laughs> Hi, toddlers! Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Friends, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Welcome to uh, Orlando. Another Talking to Todd on the road after dark. How are you? I'm not in Orlando, so I'm probably doing better than you. Oh, <laughs> uh, I have, I have, I have so missed the Orlando Convention Center. Oh, it's been such a long time. Such great memories here. Tongue firmly planted in cheek. That's. I believe that's how Florida is dealing with COVID. Tongue firmly. No. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Never mind. Other podcast. <laughs> we went to the other podcast really quick tonight. <sighs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, which. So I'm obviously in Orlando, which invariably means I have travel stories. So we'll get to Sweet. those. Sweet. <laughs> Little preview there. We'll be getting to those. Uh, did you have any follow-up? Do you have any, fo- okay. What are we doing in April? Seriously? Follow-up from the cold open. Oh, uh, uh, I'm going to be, we're, we're going to be, we're going to be out of the undisclosed location for a number of weeks and, uh, in an undisclosed country. It, it's the United Kingdom. How so many countries are in this country? <laughs> I, yes. And. We watched uh, we watched a bit of the opening ceremonies of the uh, apparently the Olympics are going on right now, what? and we watched a little bit of it, and and we're watching this, and um, Great Britain comes out as Team GB, and Lisa says, "Okay, wait, so Great Britain is in the Olympics as Great Britain, but England, Wales, and Scotland all compete in the World Cup." as separate football teams. So, which then led me to how many countries are in this country? Four. <laughs> yep. Four. And you just pick the one that I, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Although I did have a, I did have a, a thought that, you know, I mean, if Wales, if Wales, Scotland and uh, England all had to field like separate uh, four man bobsled teams, there's there's only so much talent potentially to go around, but anyway, we're yes, gonna, we're it's, gonna be, it's confusing. We're going to be concentrating on luge. <laughs> we need four. Oh, screw that. I I will say just with the Olympics, um, there was some interesting. So, of course, when the Winter Olympics comes around, everybody's talking about, oh, these are yeah, you know, what's such weird things and everything else. And I think, boy. People in the United States are a bit sheltered 
about and, and I'm not I'm not going to go into like really like big dark history here, but people are really sheltered about what may have happened in the past in other countries because every four years at the Winter Olympics, people make fun of like, oh, what are the sports and blah, 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 and how stupid are they? And I saw a couple of people like, whoever came up with biathlon, why would you need to cross-country ski and shoot? Duh. I, I'm i just saying, I, yeah, who would? I don't know. Maybe some Scandinavian countries in the late thirties. I'm just <laughs> like, like there are, there are sports that you go. I don't understand where that came from. That is one you go. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. That yeah. makes, and you want to know who your best is at doing those things. Yes. Like, cause, cause I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So now tell you what though, you take ski jumping and shooting. Now you got something, right? It's 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 you're going for distance, but while in the air, taking a couple of sh- again. Which, I think from a tactical standpoint, it's the element of surprise. <laughs> you, there is significantly less surprise while you take the two months to build the jump. <laughs> What's that tower that's that that Sven is building? Don't worry about that. You're going to find out about that in about six weeks, which but you're going to be surprised, which is a different event from ski jumping while being shot at and having to dodge the bullets in the air. Cause that takes artistic, you get artistic points for that as well as distance. And you combine those two things. So that's, yes, the, that's a the difference. Judges. Yes. <laughs> yeah. East German, my mother disguised as the East German judge gave me a five. So yeah, I'm I'm sure there's a whole bit here on Winter Olympic sports that I wasn't quite oh, prepared to, hard. but we, we we I think we got another week or maybe I don't know I don't know how long it goes on. Uh, although although it, it's also a little concerning just because the Winter Olympics aren't here, and uh, 20 years ago uh, I got to go to the Olympics because it was in the town that I lived in, and so I my mom called, "What are you doing tonight? I'm going to the Olympics." Really? Apparently, no. That's a thing. So, anyway. Uh, curling. Anyway. Yay. Ha, ha, ha. Okay. Curling is awesome. Curling is just, awesome. I'm just going to say, curling's awesome. Okay. What do we have for, uh, what do we have for feedback, follow-up, and updates? Uh, Amy liked the line, Scott Frost as a palate cleanser. <laughs> <laughs> eh, yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, she also wanted funny, to... Funny thing. For most Big Ten football uh, head coaches, that is also true. <laughs> Your schedule's not going very well. Don't worry. Schedule Nebraska. You can use Scott Frost as a palate cleanser for your season. <laughs> she also wanted to know if we recorded episode one in the phone booth. That would that would, that would have, have improved. That would have improved the acoustics. Oh, absolutely. Oh my God, that was awful. I'm so sorry, toddlers. Luckily, we only subjected you to about two minutes worth of that, plus the end credits if you stuck around that long. And if you didn't, God bless you. How about how about Lisa? Lisa, have any thoughts on 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 100 or 101? Um, nope, uh, nothing I've heard so far. So uh, clean there. Yep, clean there. Okay. Um, Sarah Judson Brown Splice. Which is book number two of the? I know I'm going to screw this up. 
Pure Galacticon series launches on February 24th. So um, you can order Splice and get your fix today. Not today. Soon. You know, I, I'm thinking maybe it's, uh, you know what, maybe shortly, maybe around the 24th, maybe we should, uh, but sorry, toddlers, we're just doing show planning here because this is about the only time we talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We, you know what? Maybe, maybe we should have her on somewhere around the launch. I mean, I know she's probably doing the Today Show and some of the other big media stuff, but when she's got time to come and talk with with our audience, you know, when she's got time after, uh, we could have her on and she could she could talk about talk about splice. I I think that would be great. Um, although I have to say, what what's the what's the series? What's the name of the series? I don't know. I've already screwed it up once. I swear I'm not going to do it again. I don't I don't want to misquote. I was right. Paragalacticon. Take that. I, I'm just gonna say <laughs> I don't know if that stays in. <laughs> that to me that to me sounds sounds like a crypto company <laughs> that Matt Damon is telling you you're a jerk if you you're jerk and you're weak if you don't send the money in. Where wasn't that one of the one of the Transformers, weren't they Paragalacticons? Mm, yeah, you gotta watch out for those. <laughs> okay, she's not coming on now. She's, she's not. not she will refuse to talk to us. We are yeah. in so much trouble. Oh, sorry. Oh. You know what, Sarah? If you want to set us straight and explain it, you're welcome to come please. on the show. So please, yeah. All right. uh, what else we got? I'm still eating Gosha's cake. It's awesome. I am promising to save you 2%. Okay. Happy about that. Yeah. Greg, Greg and Sherry. Oh my God. Um, let's start with the easy one. We've talked about Kanye. Yay. So much. Yes. On this podcast, they are of the belief. I got this in a phone call, not a voicemail, not a text. They called me to, to, to let me know that Kanye was doing a, a cover of his own song dedicated to me called gold stealer <laughs> okay because that's what i did <laughs> i'm a gold stealer yes i'm still sorry about that um but i'm not too sorry because i've already gotten a first class upgrade for my flight home on tomorrow <laughs> so so you saying i'm gonna get more use of it, out of it i'm going to get more use out of it than you would is already coming true. So thank you. And thank Lisa again for that. It's awesome. Just amazing well, gift. That was a follow-up from last week. I don't think she's listened to the whole episode yet. It came out and I'm like, yeah, I told the story. You weren't going to tell him that. Oh yeah, but it was funny and we needed content. It was good. <laughs> oh my God. I could see, I could just see. I, I'm like, Oh my no, 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 no. Is the story as you're telling this, I'm like, Oh my God, no. <laughs> Um, There's only one way that this can land. Yep. Oh my goodness. It's going to land. Oh, it's going to land on me. Oh, (laughs) it's going to land. Oh no. Crap. Um, and then, by the the way, just real quick, uh, right before we get to yours, because Greg and Greg asked for more space stuff, but we don't want to tie up the whole show. So this is, this is just for Greg 50 words or less. Um, 
by the way, uh, Greg, I'm sure you're aware, but if you want to talk with your students, um, SpaceX on February 3rd shot a whole bunch of Starlink satellites into orbit. And a day later, 40 of them crashed back down to Earth because of a geomagnetic storm. Oops. Oops. So I'm going to have to write those. Off. Well, so they've re-entered or will have re-entered. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, are, but they weren't counting on those. So are they, uh, Okay, so God for God forgive me, toddlers. <laughs> Sucked you in. Yeah. Are they small enough that I don't have to worry about? Are they going to burn up on re-entry, or do I need to worry about space junk landing on my head? Space uh, junk keeps landing on my head. Well, um, these are small enough. You shouldn't have to worry about it. The big news, the big news you got to worry about, just to be clear, when you talk about space junk coming down in 2031, uh, NASA's talking about deorbiting the International Space Station. That thing is huge. Deorbiting deorbiting is a very nice way to say (laughs) crash land. Yes. Yes. The plan is to deorbit it. Wait, what? (laughs) What? Yeah. Uh, So anyway, uh, there's your space roundup for the week, Greg. Uh, share that with the story uh, with the students and maybe they round up. (laughs) And you know what? Maybe, maybe this is a good time for your students to figure out what a geomagnetic storm is (laughs) and then potentially let CNN know, because I'm pretty sure they're not sure what it is. Anyway, go ahead. Um, they had another follow-up from Greg and Sherry. They did. They have offered, Oh my God, God bless them. They have offered to bankroll talking to Todd's Super Bowl prop bets. We talked last week about prop bets, about how crazy they are and how you can bet on, you know, will the ball land on the 50-yard line exactly at whatever. All kinds of prop bets. They have offered to bankroll us. Vegas, baby. All right. Cool. You get on a plane. I'll get on a plane. Uh... And then we'll meet in Vegas. Um, you'll get off the plane first because you're going to be upgraded and I'll be in the back, but that's okay. And then, then we'll go make some prop bets. <laughs> all year. All year. Anyway. Okay. So they offered they offered to bankroll the Talking to Todd prop bets for the Super Bowl. So you can, if you choose, if you bet $100 on who is going to be the MVP. Yes. And you pick Vaughn Miller, for example. Does that hit a little close I, to home? I mean, he's already got one, so he already knows what it's like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A uh, $100 bet will win you $4,500. Okay. Quick question about the bankroll. Yeah. Just, I want to be clear about this. Yes. Because when we when we start cashing these things in, are, are they getting... So they're putting the money up. Are they are they getting all the winnings? Are we splitting it? Or was it just a $10 donation to the Talking to Todd content fund and let the chips fall where they may? Um, given the way we normally split things around here, I plan to keep 98% of the winnings. That's about right. <laughs> Buy yourself a couple of nice cakes with that. Okay. Um. <laughs> you can... You can bet on player matchups. Some of this stuff is, oh, sweet Lord. Like, like are two players going to date? Is that like <laughs> is it a love connection in the middle of the game? Because I'm pretty sure that can't be on NBC. 
We'll be back in two and two. Al is not going to be happy about that. And Chris will probably get fired for saying something he shouldn't. (laughs) You can bet whether or not Jamar Chase will outscore Joe Mixon in fantasy points. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Over under for the game, if you're curious, is 48 and a half points. Going to be real hard to get a push on that. And although you, the although the way that the NFL officials have been this year, congratulations, that's a half point chucker. What the did, hell is that? I don't know, but it's a half point. <laughs> well, he was playing left middle upper Blarney. <laughs> Therefore, taunting doesn't apply to him. Uh. If you were curious, the spread for the game, it's four and a half points right now. Um, let's see. Game props. I got to give the game some props here. (laughs) Okay, so wait. These all seem pretty standard, though. Let me ask you this. If I wanted to go crazy, like... Oh. Like, if I wanted to... Let's just say that, like, all of this seems very pedestrian to me. If I wanted to go, like, let's go nuts. And what I really want to do, because I probably have a gambling problem. Oh, I got... I could yes. I, yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, oh, like what's oh. what? Like, like, let's, let's amp this up. What do we got? Cross sports specials. Wait, what? Yeah. NFL NBA. What will be more Jason Tatum threes made or LA Rams total touchdowns? Who's putting money on that? <laughs> but if you do, it pays two to one. Well, <laughs> What will be more? Oh my God. Just try to follow along. What will be more? Trey Young, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown combined points or Jamar Chase receiving yards? It takes a physics degree to figure this seriously. Uh, you can bet you can bet an NFL MMA combo. <laughs> will there be more? Super Bowl 56 total touchdowns or will uh, whoever the hell is fighting somebody Whitaker, will it go total rounds? Adam Saya, I don't know who that is. V Whitaker, I don't know who that is. Total rounds or more total touchdowns. Just just so we can get into my into my wheelhouse. Um, if we do the cross, because I, I, I don't know about MMA and who watches the NBA? Apparently they have, they have logos. They have advertisements on their jerseys. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Neither did others. <laughs> <laughs> what will, will there be, what will be more? Espanol V Barcelona total match goals. Mm, see, that's what I'm asking for. Like, can we, can we get, yeah. Or Super Bowl 56 total field goals. If you bet okay. total field goals, a hundred dollar bet pays one hundred five. Okay, wait. Who are the two teams? Espanol v Barcelona. Did I pronounce either of those correctly? You got Barcelona, and yeah, yeah, sure. So those are all kicking, though, right? It's kicking goals versus kicking field goals. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What? Okay. Well, here, here's the thing. What here's, will I'm be gonna... more? This is okay. Here's one that's individual versus individual. 
what will be more, Harry Kane goals, I don't know who that is, or Jamar Chase touchdowns? Okay, so uh, Harry Kane is the uh, is the striker for Tottenham, and he is also uh, he's also the uh, the England uh, main striker. So uh, Harry Kane goals versus what was it? Jamar Chase touchdowns. A tie pays one ten, but I'm putting my money on Harry Kane goals because I carried a Harry Kane once and it wasn't pretty because. Because a hundred dollar bet on Harry Kane goals pays two fifty. Because why not? I don't. And, and what is and what is the bet? What is the bet payout for Jamar? Two forty. Uh, How did wait? Oh, it's the vig, right? Yeah. I'm sorry, this is now we're just going way off. Like like at this point, they just want offsetting bets, <laughs> and they're just taking the vig, right? right? That's exactly okay. right. Because if you bet tie, it pays one ten. The fact that I know, quote, the phrase, quote, the vig, and second, the <laughs> fact that I know what that is annoys me to no end. Okay. What will be what will be more, Wolves goals or Cooper Cup touchdowns? Who are the Wolves? Wolverhampton. Oh, okay. Wolverhampton Wolves. Well, that makes sense. But yeah. It's not Sheepton because the Sheepton can't have the wolves. <laughs> That's just those, that, those two don't. No, never yeah, the twins. Not a, this is a problem. Yeah. Um, what will be more, Tottenham v Wolves total match goals or Bengals total touchdowns? If you put your money on tie, hundred dollar bet pays three thirty. You know. You okay. know. You, we you texted me about this ahead of time, and I'm like, oh come on! I now see now you've got the intersection. Of English Premier League and Super Bowl prop bets. Now you've got me into like, oh, okay, okay. So, um, okay. So I'm assuming they're spotting us what a thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars. What are they spotting us? Um, odds are that they will spot us if I had to put my if I had to put my money down. Yep, yep. as it were. My guess is they will spot us an amount similar in aggregate to the amount that they have already totally donated to the talking to Todd about 10 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now here's the thing right now. This is all completely hypothetical because we are both in States that we cannot place these bets legally. Right. Yes. And to get around that would probably require some sort of, high level hacking skills like a VPN that neither one of us have access to or nor could understand. Go back to episode four. You can figure it out, but yes. Yeah. 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 All right. But okay. See now you've now you, now you've now see now you got me interested. So, um, okay. Let me, let me, let me think, let me think about this. Let's, let's move on. Cause we've, we've talked got, about this enough for yes. now, but we can, yeah, we've okay. got, we've got, we've, we've got a couple of days to figure this out. Super Bowl is until Sunday. We will, we will make, some bets and we will report back on how they did with our fingers crossed. Sweet Lord. Dwayne's also going to be trying to figure out how do you pronounce this team's name and what sport do they play? I don't even know what this is. (laughs) So confused. (laughs) Oh, let's see. Where were we? Oh, Oh, last follow-up. I think last follow-up. From the idiot toddlers, Doug texts me. We were we were talking about how difficult math is, right? 
Yes. And he texted me why I hated math. In class, 5 plus 5 equals 10. For homework, 734 plus 555 minus 432 divided by 69 equals 12.42. On the test, with two sheep flying, one yellow, and the other headed right, how much does a pound of asphalt cost given that a cow is 10 years old? And I said, it's easy. The answer is waffles. The funny thing is to me, as insane as that sounds, and we don't talk about work here much, but most of the emails that I get asking me for a decision sound just like that. (laughs) Oh, what? I don't. What? Oh, my God. Oh, uh, follow up. You had some follow up on the Tesla. Well, I had an, um, actually, so oh, thank I, you. Oh, corrections. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So I reported that, um, Tesla was, uh, that whole rolling stop thing and everything else was aggressive mode. Uh, it is assertive mode. It's not aggressive. Oh, it's assertive. Oh, well that's. Which makes me think they're holding out when they, yeah, when they launch aggressive mode, you'll know it. Actually, I think aggressive mode is basically everybody that follows Elon Musk on Twitter. That's aggressive mode. Anyway, so it's assertive mode. My apologies. I had Jesse's dad joke of the week. I've now branded it Jesse's dad no. joke of the week. You know, did you know that Tesla's don't have a new car smell? Did you know this? I have to play. I have to play along, don't I? Yeah. Um, no, I don't actually because you'll just continue if I don't. But okay, uh, I did not know that. No, no, they they have an Elon Musk. No, jeez. <laughs> We're gonna keep telling them until you start paying us not to. Oh my goodness! Hey Jesse, I think that Taylor Farm sponsorship may need to come sooner rather than later. Okay. Uh, how about main topics? Do we have any main topics this week? You know what? I think I think. I mean, we've got some main topics, but I mean, we've got idiots and we got some good idiots this week. Uh, and I know you've got some travel stories. So I, I think we continue to move on the NFL overtime rules and the you think my business ideas are stupid. Hold on to your hat. I think that I think we're going to push that out even more. So, OK. Um, oh, but boy, do we have idiots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, starting this one off. Yes. Uh, I am nominating. Uh, Seattle NPR station KUOW. <clears throat> but only if you own a 2014 to 2016 Mazda. So, what what does that mean? Okay, so Mazdas. Oh, so you know, you know, do you remember it used to be like car stereos were like like independent things, and you could take out a car stereo and you could put in your own separate one, but. I mean that decades ago, but now they're head units, right? They're these big things that are all built in and whatever. So, um, one of the things that the cars have had for quite a long time is is an HD radio. I don't even know what that means, but a station can upload their logo, and when you tune to the station through the radio waves, you can actually—it's wild. To the radio waves, they will actually send you like their logo that gets displayed on the head unit so that they can have some branding. Apparently. They they also 
HD radio yes. will tell you what song is playing and by what artist and things like that. Y- yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So there's like a data track and an audio track, yeah. right? Yeah. Apparently, KUOW, Seattle's NPR, updated their logo that gets sent over HD radio, but they made an error in it. And if you were in a Mazda from 2014 to 2016 and you tuned to Seattle's KUOW, that graphic stopped your radio from being allowed to change the station. What? Ever. What? Yes. (laughs) Your radio is now, you know, when they talk about lock it in, lock it in on KUOW. rip off the knob and throw it away you might as well because the knob no longer works because once you tune to it the radio will no longer tune to any other station and a subset of people who own those cars say in addition it also will not allow you to use the cd or any other audio source or bluetooth you can't pick anything other than the NPR station. How do you, can how do you factory re, can you factory reset it to get yourself out of this? Well, good news. Um, so the the problem is the radios can't do over the air updates, so nobody can push anything. So you have to go into the dealer. The good news is Mazda is telling dealers that this should be submitted by them as a goodwill repair, which means it shouldn't cost anything for the customers. However, they have to swap out some chips. And I don't know if you've heard about the global ship shortage. So right now there's no parts. So it will be free, but nobody can get it right now. There's, I just, I just want to make sure. There's a global ship shortage. Yeah, I kind of messed that one up a little bit, but actually, I think there is that too. Because well, not, well, because they're all off the coast of uh, they're all off the coast of uh, Los Angeles. Yeah, thanks that, for uh, that shortage. Thanks for not shortage is killing me right now. Thank you. You had two options there. One, hey Todd, I think you screwed it up. Why don't you give me another take and I'll fix it in post, and nobody will know that you messed that up. Or two hang a lantern on it and call attention to it. Strong work. That's content, man. Do you want to try it again? The next one that I try, instead of global ship storage capacity, you're going to need a cuckoo clock because I'm going to tell you what that word's going to (laughs) be. Oh. You're going to stop doing this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Next week's talking to no one. (laughs) All right. Um, Let's see. I have, I have, I've got plenty here. Um, Next one. Did you happen to, are are you sure, are you sure you don't want to go back and clean that up so that we can. Nah, nah. What's in the show's in the show. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Just because here's the thing. I could go back and clean it up and it's a, it's a 50, 50 bed whether you would fix it or not. <laughs> oh, that's right. I was going to fix it. That's right. You would have my mess up and the fix all in it. And you'd be like, eh, didn't get to it. 
Oh. <clears throat> um, did you happen to see um, a couple of months ago? You you had to have seen the advertisements if you watched any sports at all. ESPN played a nine part documentary called "The Man in the Arena," and it was a love letter to Tom Brady about all of his seasons and appearances. There was ten episodes, right, for each Super Bowl. And I thought, yeah. okay, ESPN, this is kind of ridiculous. He's still playing it, this. It, I mean, this is this isn't even the last dance thing that. Jordan had the final cut. This is just fawning over Tom Brady. I didn't watch much. I mean, I saw the reviews and it's basically like you wouldn't believe like this is just how great of a player he is. <clears throat> Interesting fact. I just found out um, one of the co- production companies that was responsible for that is 199 Productions. Do you know who owns 199 Productions? No clue. Tom Brady. Tom Brady had his own production company produce a 10 part series talking about the career of Tom Brady and how great he is. And then partnered with ESPN to put it on air to talk about Tom Brady. I believe you call that journalistic integrity. (laughs) You know what? It's good to be the king. It's good. Good. Good to be the king. So, um, oh, by the way, uh, idiots in that one, just to clean up real clear, uh, real quick here on that one, uh, Tom Brady, idiot for doing it and ESPN for going along with it. Absolutely. Tom, fair. Tom, Tom Brady presents Tom Brady, <laughs> a Tom Brady production in how great is Tom Brady <laughs> sponsored by Tom Brady shakes. Um, the next one you sent me, you sent me this idiot one this uh, today. We we talked about this one. Yes. Uh, do you want to do you want to share the uh, man? College athletics just continues to show up. Oh, it's in here twice. Do you want to give me this one? Yeah. So the short version, the University of Illinois, Chicago, UIC to its friends has been in the horizon league since the horizon league was created. They have decided along with several other teams to go join the Missouri Valley conference. And they notified the horizon league that, Hey, we're going to the Missouri Valley and the horizon league had the audacity to expect that UIC would not be upset when the Horizon League held the UIC to the terms of the contract. Do you follow all that? Yeah. You you sent me you sent me the press release that UIC sent out that said that they were incredibly disappointed that the Horizon League is not going to allow their teams to participate in winter or spring championships. Right. Yeah. If you're a if you're a if you're an athlete at UIC, you can't participate in the championships. I mean, you can still play the sports. You can still play them all scheduled, but you just can't participate in the Horizon League championships. And they are severely disappointed that nobody, because why? It's it's about the kids. Think about the kids, the 300 student athletes who are affected by this. This is unfair. And we would expect better from an academic institution. And I read that and I thought, eh, that's landed on pretty thick. And then next to it, it had the their letter to petition to leave the Horizon League. And by petition, they're basically saying, 
we're leaving because we're getting more money. That's why they're leaving. They're getting more money from a different league. And the letter basically said, according to the bylaws, we hereby give notification to the Horizon League that we are leaving as of July 30th. Which we're allowed to do. Which we are allowed to do by the bylaws. We've enjoyed being here. We have a founding member, blah, 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 blah. Then the last paragraph said, we also would request that the league suspend the bylaws that require UIC's athletes to be excluded from the championships. So, so they, they quoted the bylaws that said, we're allowed to leave and then said, however, that other part of the same agree, the exact same document that says, if you leave, this will happen. They said, could you not apply this portion to us? And then when the league said, no, 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 you agreed. It's all or nothing. How dare you think of the children? (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, though, by the way, UIC nominated for idiots. Yes. Welcome. It's all about the welcome. Welcome to the MVC. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I have to say, though, that pales in comparison. This is uh, that Horizon League is not a power five conference. Nope. Right. Nor is the MVC. Let's not no. let's not confuse them. No. Yes. Um, oh, and then the last one. Um, this one. This one I learned um at one point a couple of years ago, I signed up for a FedEx account just and you know, you you can track your packages and whatever. And since then I keep getting emails from them letting me know every time that there is a na- a service disruption across the nation. And that's usually for like big weather events. And it tells you, hey, by the way, you know, due to the snowstorm in Denver, operations will be affected here or, you know, whatever. Um, I saw an interesting one here, though. And this is I, I now think that FedEx is just screwing people over on purpose. Um, the message that I received let me know that there was a weather disruption unexpected it affected memphis it was that big winter storm that went through it affected both the memphis and the indian in the indianapolis hubs mm-hmm. and that operations would be affected nationwide and again what i mean what can you do right it's weather you can't really plan for it i see they also said however that deliveries in los angeles are also going to be affected note potential service directions uh may not affect FedEx Express, FedEx Ground, FedEx Freight, FedEx Office in the same way. This may result in different levels of impact, as well as the city, states, and zip codes serviced. So the Super Bowl being held in Los Angeles that has been planned for four years apparently caught FedEx totally unaware, and this will affect all FedEx package operations in multiple parts of Los Angeles. But because of that, and this is the great line, and this is why they're the idiot of the week, consistent with the provisions of the FedEx service guide, shipments delayed due to winter weather or Super Bowl 56 are not eligible for a refund or a credit under the money back guarantee policy. Weather or Super Bowl 56. Those are the... Seriously. 
we we didn't know the Super Bowl was in Los Angeles. I don't know. That took us by surprise. So uh, watch your shipments. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, there you go. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good thing that FedEx isn't playing for one of the teams because uh, when it comes to the Super Bowl, they may not deliver. So anyway, enough about that. Um, you have some travel stories. The first one is a little piece of follow-up. Yeah. I got on the plane in, or was I flying through Detroit? Got on the plane in Detroit and I was in the third row of comfort plus. And it's one of these planes where you get on in the middle of the plane, right? So the first class is to your left and all the rest of us are to the right. And I, I have my carry on. I walk in, I look, the bins above the first row, the second row of Comfort Plus are closed. I'm in the third row of Comfort Plus. They're closed on both sides. Okay, fine, whatever. So I walk back a couple of rows behind my seat. There's an empty spot. I reallocate my own bag back to the first available spot there. Boom. Smart. Right. Smart. We've covered that. Okay. Right. So I sit down. Bags behind me, but that's okay. Not a problem. I'm not going anywhere when I get here anyway. I could wait, go back in my bag, whatever, right? It's annoying, but fine. I sit down. People get on, people get on, people get on, people get on. Eventually, a guy gets on and the bins are full and he doesn't have any place to put his bag. And the flight attendant walks up, pops open one of those bins that I walked by because they were closed, there is nothing in it. (laughs) And she pops his bag up there. At which point there was a lull in the amount in the people getting on. So I got up out of my seat, reallocated my own bag over to the one that was right across from me. Like, seriously, but we know what the rules are. The bin is closed. It's full. I follow the rules. Yeah, but now the problem is, because you've told this story, from now, for the rest of time, somebody says, listen, I heard the story about the bin was closed and it was empty, so now I have to pop every single one of them open and hold up the line and check. Because it might not be, f- I, seriously, but even myself, okay, so so there's that. And then we got to, we got to the trade show floor, and one of the people that was working with me says to me, hey, where are the bathrooms? And I said, uh, you know what? I know this. They're against the back wall. And she said, good. It's important that I know where they are before I need to know where they are. Yes, but I mean, yes, that makes sense. Yes. And but I'm not sure that that's what you tell me. <laughs> but my thought was there, there are several things and we've kind of talked about this a little bit about, there are things like that, that you want to have them before you need them. Like a plunger, a plunger is the kind of thing you want to have before you need to have it. A fire extinguisher is the same way. 
Yes. When you need those things, if you need them, it's too late to acquire them. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> yep. And her her comment was was basically if I if I need to use the bathroom, it is too late for me to find out where one is. I mean, I will say because I, I've been in the Orlando Conference Center one time. And it was years ago, but I'm also thinking about like Las Vegas. It's important. It is important for you to know that because I'm pretty sure the bathrooms are in a different County from the rest of the hall. So yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. You're going to, you're, you're going to need a journey. It's a journey. You should probably put it in the GPS into the, into the phone and bring a snack because it's going to take you a while to get there. You got to drop breadcrumbs that are a find your way back to the booth. Um, Frodo, Frodo had a, had a shorter distance to go yep. <laughs> than what this will be. So anyway, those are the, those are the two little experiences from my travel this week. I'm flying home tomorrow, so I may have more content next week. <sighs> what are you, what are you watching? What are you watching? Well, so we, we talked about last week with Brenda here. Um, she never seen Harry Potter. So we made it through all eight Harry Potter movies. Um, we, we literally got the last one done the day, the night before she had to leave. Um, but you know, that's a, that's a, that's a heck of a series. Uh, and then of course, and I'm not going to spoil anything. I don't know why I'm, why I'm worried about spoiling an incredibly popular 10 year old movie, but we get done with all of that. And she's like, wow because you learned some stuff in the last half of the last movie right yeah i said yeah i'll tell you what once you learn the stuff at the end of movie eight it makes you want to go back to the beginning (laughs) and watch it all again (laughs) now knowing what you know what got revealed she's like it kind of does (laughs) good luck the discussion was it's kind of like the usual suspects, right? You get to the end of the usual suspects and you're like, Ooh. wait, now that I know that I need to go back and watch it. That's a single two hour movie. <laughs> so this is a commitment. <laughs> anyway, so in, in a matter of two weeks, she's going to go from having never watched it to having watched it twice. <laughs> Maybe I, to be honest, I, I, she may have been humoring us a little bit on this at some point. I think she was still humoring us, but we had wasted enough of her time that she figured she should write it out. <laughs> I'm committed at this point. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other thing that we watched, um, I may have mentioned that we were watching this earlier, but now trying to mention things as we finish them, uh, project runway season 19 just wrapped up. Um, we watched that, uh, it's a good show. What I what I have to say for competition shows is uh it's you know it's a design show. And I maybe I've said this before, I, I don't quite remember, but so there's judges, there's contestants, they're designing fashion, but Christian Siriano, fashion designer Christian Siriano, who made his name on this show as a contestant and is now a world famous designer, is the mentor. So he walks around the workroom. And critiques people. And what I will tell you is Christian Siriano is the greatest mentor in reality based TV history. He is so good and so entertaining. I don't even need to see the judges. I don't need to see. I just, I just want to watch Christian Siriano just walk through 
and I want him to critique every reality show. Like, just I, he does. I mean, the part of it is he's incredibly good because nobody can say who the who the heck are you? I don't know. I'm a world famous fashion designer. I'm what you are trying to get to. So when I uh-huh. tell you, are you sure about that? There's weight there, but he has got the right level of empathy slash attitude that makes the show so much, so worth watching. I, anyway, he should get his own show. It basically is his own show now. Project Runway. Totally worth watching, even if you don't care about fashion. Just for him alone. So what are you watching? Well, this falls into the category of what's on in our house. Celebrity Big Brother has started, apparently. Okay. Um, why, why do you have celebrity in quotes on the rundown? Well, because one of them is Todd Bridges, who is one of the Todds that we follow on Twitter. Oh, we should probably fix that. That, yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's talking to Todd. We follow... A specific number of Todds plus Chuck Todd is who we follow. Yeah. And another contestant is Todd Recall, who makes numerous appearances on Rue. Exactly. And until three days ago, was not one of the Todds that we follow on Twitter, but is now. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, and then we all. I'm here talking to Todrick. What? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You know what though? I may I may have to go I may have to go register that URL just to keep it out of your hands. <laughs> so there isn't a coup. Todrick. Uh how you doing out there, Todrick? <laughs> uh, five, six, seven, eight. Oh anyway, sorry. <laughs> uh we watched uh I don't know if was this on Amazon? I don't know. Um a movie called Home Team, which is the story. Again, this is in the in the matter of a month. I have watched two football stories based on true events. Again, based on is doing a lot of lifting. Ton. Oh, heavy yeah. heavy lift there. The first one was American Underdog, the Kurt Warner. It's definitely a story definitely story Kurt Warner's story it's definitely a story this is the Sean Payton the year that he was suspended have you heard about this the fact that he was suspended or the uh the movie about him being suspended the movie about him being suspended no I have not. okay so there's this movie I want to say it's on Amazon but it might have been on Netflix I better clean that up sorry hold Ah, Netflix. Okay, so... I was was really waiting for you to go, oh, Peacock. So it's on on Netflix. And it is is the story about how when Sean Payton gets suspended for his players getting paid to injure other players, he goes to back to Texas so that he can spend time with his estranged wife, ex-wife and his son. He also has a daughter who did not appear in the movie, spend time with his son 
and coaches his son's middle school football team. He's an assistant coach. <laughs> because if there's one thing you want for middle schoolers, he's a guy who's been paying players to injure opponents. <laughs> to bring in that kind of spirit and feistiness to middle school. <laughs> this is absolutely a comedy. Kevin James plays Sean Payton. It is absolutely a comedy. It is a happy Gilmore production. It feels like a happy Gilmore production. It's a half-ass movie with a heart of gold. You know that it's a happy Gilmore movie. Right. That's it's it is what it is. Or Happy Madison, right? It's it's Sand it's Adam Sandler, Sandler's production company. There's a scene where the kids all get sick because they ate all these churros and they vomit all over the field and score a touchdown because of it. Uh, you know, it it is uh, none of which happened in real life. Yet I can make the argument still more realistic than American Underdog. It is, it is, it is 90 minutes. It's feel good. It's not real good, but it's feel good. I think trademark. <laughs> it's not real good, but it's feel good. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> Did you learn anything this week? Oh. Do you want to comment on that before we move on? How did you find out the title of the new Andrew Cuomo uh, <laughs> memoir? <laughs> This is going to be a good last episode of the show. Okay. <laughs> What'd you learn this week? So, uh, while while my sister was here, we, uh, we, <laughs> she, she's been, so the last three months she has been eating, eating well, exercising, strength training, trying to, trying to get, just getting in better shape, feeling better, doing all sorts of work. Partly because she was coming out here and we were going to do some hiking. Mm -hmm. So uh, she wanted to be ready for that because the last time she was out here and we did some hiking, I may have taken her on something that was a little, she still refers to it as the time I tried to kill her. Um, that's fine. That's fine. It's water under the bridge. As soon as she got here, we destroyed her entire eating habits and working out and all of that. I mean, she went and worked out, but like literally I picked her up from the airport and went, hey, look, it's going to be late till we get home. Uh, do you want to get some fast food? <laughs> and we're at Raisin Cane's and things went downhill. One of the things that we did was we we ordered uh, we ordered some, uh, you know, there, there's new there's the there's lots of places now that are doing basically their entire store is just doing cookies. Right. So oh. we ordered uh, one of the ones here in town is Crumble. And I know yes. that I think they just opened up one in Ankeny and there was like a six hour wait or something yes. for Crumble cookies. Yes. Yeah. So we like Crumble. It's one of the two places we get cookies from. Um, we even have at one point we bought a Crumble cookie cutter, which is basically just it, it just cuts the cookies into four. You just push it down and it cuts them into fourths. Cool. Because a big cookie will probably put you into some sort of sugar coma. Anyway, because my sister has been keeping an eye on what she's eating and Lisa was like, Oh boy. She's like, you know, I just, I'm curious as to what the, what the calories are in these cookies. The interesting statement, right? Oh, Lord. What are the calories in these cookies? 
And they're not bad. They're like, well, that's high. I mean, that's high, but not bad. Until Lisa noticed the serving size. Now, the cookies are all generally the same size, and the cookie cutter cuts them into fourths. Yes. What serving size would you think that they would then put on their website for the calories in a cookie? If they sell the cookie cutter, the natural inclination then would be serving size one-fourth of a cookie is one serving. That's what you would think. Yes. What what was also, I'm going to give you one other piece before I tell you how wrong you are. One of the things is it was interesting that they were like, wow, that cookie's like 180 calories. That one's like 220. Like, ooh, wow, whatever. But they're all kind of in this range. And then Lisa looks at the serving size. (laughs) They don't pick one serving size. For this type of cookie, the serving size, there are five pieces. One-fifth of a cookie is the serving size for this one. For this one, it's one-sixth of a cookie. And for this one, it's one-eighth of a cookie. No. Yes. Some of them, there is at least one of their cookies that apparently has more calories than a Big Mac. And in order to not scare everybody from eating it, they basically say, um, to get only 250 calories, you have to eat a Todd-sized portion of the cake. That's why you're allowed. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) So there you go. Not consistent in any way, shape, or form. It's basically, what number can we live with? And then figure it out from there. So anyway... Um, yeah, serving size, key number, because it basically fluctuates. That's, that's, yeah. that's how the cookie crumbles. Oh, You've had your one. You've had your one. You've, I've you've had, already done this. I've had several this episode. I'll have to cut that one out. <laughs> what did you learn? So on Sunday morning, I did interviews for drake incoming freshman for their scholarship program right i'm paired i'm paired with another alumni and we interview these students and we had 10 of them so we got five and then we got a 20 minute break and we got another five and i'm paired with this other alumni that i've never met before right but we talked on the phone beforehand and emailed back and forth kind of get to know each other how are we going to go through this interview process we're given 30 or so questions that we can choose from and all this stuff. Anyway, so we're getting to know each other. We're cordial, right? And we, so we're talking about, it was Thursday night because it was dinner. That's where this came from. It was Thursday night, not Sunday morning. I did two different sets of interviews. Maybe I should start over. Yeah, what's in the show is in the show. Anyway, Thursday night, we do five of them. Oh, it's like having a conversation with my grandma. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) I am four months older than you, you young whippersnapper. <laughs> oh, 50 year olds. What are you going to do with them? The, so we take our break and I go out to the kitchen. I get the pizza that Amy has so nicely made, knowing that I was only going to have a 20 minute break. 
I grab the pizza. I go back. I start, you know, doing our markups and whatnot. Claire's my interview partner. Claire says, what are you having for dinner? It's pizza. Amy made pizza. What are you having? Oh, it's Musco night. Wait, what? Musco night. She lives in Wisconsin. I'm thinking this must be some kind of local delicacy. Or, you know, like, you know, the, the, um, you know, like Minnesota has like Juicy Lucy's, the burger with the cheese inside the middle of it. Right. Or if you're in, um, if you're in Nebraska, whatever the hockey pucks are that have bread on the outside and meat on the inside, I don't even know what they're called. They're awful. Um, somebody can tell me what they're what they're called anyway they're you know it must go it's must go night must be some kind of local whatever i'm like okay claire what's must go have i had this before what's must she's like oh it's leftover night because you open the fridge and you go huh this must go that must go this other thing must go it's must go night Oh God. I am so happy that story ended the way that you told it and not what was in my head that I was afraid where we were headed. <laughs> where did you think we were headed? The muskrat is a medium sized semi aquatic rodent native to North America and introduced species in parts of Europe. <laughs> grilled grilled muscow. You know what? You get that with some cheese curds. Mm. Oh. The music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd wherever you get your pods. Just search Talking to the Number Two. No G, no space. You can tweet us on Facebook. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail at 515-ALSO-CPA. That's 515-257-6272. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. Thanks to our listeners. Thanks to our sponsors, Toddler3187 and dj to go Cedar Valley. Blah, blah, blah. You know the rest. <laughs> and you can send us your feedback to feedback at talkingtotod.com. Yeah, so a little earlier, you mentioned Todd Recall, and I'm like, oh, the person from Rue and, you know, celebrity, you know, whatever. And I thought, I should I should probably just check myself here. Just to be clear, uh, Todrick has 3.62 million subscribers to his YouTube channel. <laughs> that's, just, he, that's more than us? Apparently, yeah. I think that's, I think he's just, well, I'll have to go look at our current numbers, but I believe when I last looked, that's more than us. Um, he, he was, he's also appeared, I mean, he appeared on American Idol, but he's also been in Bob's Burgers, Muppet Babies, uh, Queer Eye, RuPaul, Celebrity Big Brother. He's also appeared, um, in addition to all of that, he's also appeared on Broadway in the Color Purple, Memphis, Kinky Boots. Chicago waitress and also appeared on the West end of London in Chicago. So at this point I realized the whole, Oh yeah, this is celebrity. Shut up, Todd. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Just Todd recall celebrity.
Yes. Yes, he is. (laughs) (laughs) We will not need to clean that up next week. That is crystal. (laughs) And that is specifically for Todrick's lawyers. (laughs) His celebrity lawyers. (laughs) And with that, I've broken the podcast. (laughs) Stop by next week. Tune in. Find out what happens. Because... None of us ever know. (laughs) Right here on Talking to Todd. The uh, the hazelnut churro cookie has about five point five servings per container. I feel like that's a prop bet of itself. Now, what's the over under on serving size? Five point five.